Welcome back to another episode of Vicarious Resilience, where you can learn specific skills to help you face difficult struggles or just daily life. I'm your host, Danette Honish, and I'm a registered clinical counselor. Vicarious Resilience is about learning the skills that have worked for others and trying to use them for ourselves. It's also about sharing what works for us so we can help others. Each individual doesn't need to figure these skills out for themselves. Let's add to each other's toolbox. A few episodes ago, we talked about how your thoughts affect your feelings. We identified 10 common mistakes that people make in their thinking called cognitive distortions. If you haven't heard that episode, it's worth a listen before moving on to this one. In this episode, we'll learn ways to untwist your twisted thinking. By the time we're done this episode, you will know three practical skills that address mistakes in your thinking that affect your emotions. Keep joining me in future episodes because there's many more techniques to learn. The first one is actually a review. It's identify the distortion. The first thing you do when you're feeling upset is to write down a brief description of the actual situation or the problem that's bothering you. Then identify and rate each of your negative emotions on a scale from one to 100. Once you've completed rating your negative emotions, now you wanna go back and look at each negative emotion and say, what's the automatic thought that goes with that emotion? An automatic thought is the negative thought that we're having that's associated with your bad feeling. It's what you say to yourself about the upsetting situation. So you have to tune into your inner dialogue. If you can't quite identify what your automatic thought is, try this technique. Draw a simple stick man with an unhappy face and above him, put a thought bubble and then ask yourself, why is the stick man so upset? And write down the thought. Usually that'll tip the scale and give you an indication as to why you're unhappy. Becoming aware of your automatic thoughts and jotting them down is one of the most important things you're going to learn in cognitive behavioral therapy. Now that you've identified the automatic thought, go back through the list of twisted thinking or cognitive distortions and see which ones apply to those thoughts. And it's possible and even likely that there's more than one distortion that's associated with every automatic thought. Now try rewriting your thought and correct the distortion. Number two is examine the evidence. Instead of assuming that your negative thought is true, examine the actual evidence for it. Because we feel so bad, we often believe that things are bad without checking the facts. Once you check the facts, you might find that things fall into a little different perspective. For example, If you feel you never do anything right, you could list several things that you have done successfully. The third technique that we're gonna learn today is called the double standard method. Often, we can be much more critical on ourselves than we would ever be on someone else. So when you have a self-critical thought, ask yourself, would I say this to a close friend who's a lot like me and had a similar problem? Then ask yourself, why do I talk this way to myself? That internal voice you have might start to argue back with you and say, well, I have higher standards for myself. If you continue that internal dialogue with yourself 
and you ask yourself, well, why do I have such high standards for myself? Then you might answer, well, I want to do my best. So essentially, you're tearing yourself to shreds because you're trying to be your best. But if you were to talk to someone else that way, it might just encourage them to quit what they were doing instead of trying to be their best. So why don't you give yourself a break and show some self-compassion? Practice treating all people, including yourself, with one standard that's both healthy and positive. So as you can see, cognitive behavioral therapy is all about looking at what your thoughts are and having your thoughts control your emotions. So if you're correcting your thoughts and getting rid of the cognitive distortions, then you're directly affecting your emotions. I want to throw one more thing in for consideration. And it's kind of a simple concept. What are you filling yourself up with? Are you watching murder mysteries where someone is always going to be killed? Or um, are you listening to comedy that's really, really sarcastic? Or music that's really kind of depressing? Paying attention to what you're filling yourself up with can give you a clue as to why you're feeling the way you are. And by simply changing the things that you fill yourself up with, can change how you feel. And speaking of filling yourself up with things, I'm going to fill you up with a poem. Full disclosure, I haven't read poetry aloud since I was in high school, so I'm going to give it my best shot here, but Shane Coisen is absolutely my favorite poet, and I'm going to try and do him some justice. His poem is called Instructions for a Bad Day. There will be bad days. Be calm. Loosen your grip. Open each palm slowly now. Let go. Be confident. Know that now is only a moment, and that if today is as bad as it gets, understand that by tomorrow today will have ended. Be gracious. Accept each extended hand offered to pull you back from somewhere you cannot escape. Be diligent. Scrape the gray sky clean. Realize that every dark cloud is a smokescreen meant to blind us from the truth. And the truth is, whether we see them or not, the sun and moon are still there, and always there will be light. Be forthright. Despite your instinct to say, It's all right. I'm okay. Be honest. Say how you feel without fear or guilt without remorse or complexity. Be lucid in your explanation, be sterling in your oppose. If you think for one second no one knows what you've been going through, be accepting of the fact that you are wrong, that the long-drawn and heavy breaths of despair have at times been felt by everyone, that pain is part of human condition, and that alone makes you a legion. We hungry underdogs, we risers with dawn, we dismissers of odds, we blessers of on. We will station ourselves to the calm. We will hold ourselves to the steady. Be ready, player one. Life is going to come at you armed with hard times and tough choices. Your voice is your weapon, your thoughts ammunition. There are no free extra men. Be aware that as the instant now passes, it exists now as then. 
So be a mirror reflecting yourself back and remembering the times when you thought all of this was too hard and that you'd never make it through. Remember the times that you could have pressed quit, but you hit continue. Be forgiving. Living with the burden of anger is not living. Giving your focus to wrath will leave your entire self absent of what you need. Love and hate are beasts, and the one that grows is the one you feed. Be persistent. Be the weed growing through the cracks in the cement. Beautiful. Because it doesn't know it's not supposed to grow there. Be resolute. Declare what you accept as true in a way that envisions the resolve with which you accept it. If you are having a good day, be considerate. A simple smile could be the first aid kit that someone has been looking for. If you believe with absolute honesty that you are doing everything you can, do more. There will be bad days. Times when the world weighs on you for so long it leaves you looking for an easy way out. There will be moments when the drought of joy seems unending. Instances spent pretending that everything is all right when it clearly is not. Check your blind spot. See that love is still there. Be patient. Every nightmare has a beginning, but every bad day has an end. Ignore what others have called you. I'm calling you friend. Silence left to its own devices breeds silence. So speak and be heard, one word after the next. Express yourself and put your life into context. If you find that no one is listening, be loud. Make noise. Stand in poise and be open. Hope in these situations is not enough, and you will need someone to lean on. In the unlikely event that you have no one, look again. Everyone is blessed with the ability to listen. The deaf will hear you with their eyes. The blind will see you with their hands. Let your heart fill the newsstands. Let them read all about it. Admit to the bad days, the impossible nights. Listen to the insights of those who have been there, but have come back. They'll tell you, you can stack misery, you can pack despair, you can even wear your sorrow, but come tomorrow, you must change your clothes. Everyone knows pain. We are not meant to carry it forever. We were never meant to hold it so closely, so be certain in the belief that what pain belongs to now will belong soon to then. That when someone asks you, how was your day, realize that for some of us, it's the only way we know how to say, be calm, loosen your grip, open each palm, slowly now, let go. That was Shane Coison's poem, Instructions for a Bad Day. I, I gave it my best shot there. Um, but I would encourage you to look him up on YouTube because he's brilliant. I look forward to you joining me in future episodes where We'll hear more interviews, we'll learn more skills for meditation, and we'll learn more techniques to address those cognitive distortions. Until next time, this has been Vicarious Resilience, and I'm your host, Danette Honish. Thanks for listening.